Hey guys, thank you for stopping by the Poop Dollar Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Alegria. In this week's episode, we have a hilarious stand-up comedian, an old buddy of mine, Scott Kidd. Originally from Louisiana, he talks about his journey over from there to Los Angeles and doing open mics at the world-famous Comedy Store, along with the Ding Dong Show, one of the longest-running shows there. And we talk about working for Uber and traveling the country doing stand-up comedy and a whole lot more. I think you're going to enjoy the episode. We're having some beers in the studio, having a good time, catching up. That's it for now. Catch us on Spotify, iTunes, and now Audible. You could see the video on YouTube, so check it out there and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's it for now. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Scott Kidd, what up? Hey, Eric, how you doing? Good, buddy. Cheers. <laughs> it's good to see you. Cheers, indeed. Buddy, oh, man. Right. It's good to see you, Eric. It's good to see you, brother. It's been a minute. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you didn't ask me to wear a mask. <laughs> I mean, I know it's Hollywood and everybody's yeah. been wearing masks for a while. I'm so over it. We've been uh, uh, going to different uh, places like uh, Vegas and Miami. I thought Miami was going to be different. It was the same bullshit, dude. Really? They, they wouldn't let us in some places without the mask. I'm, I thought I was like, I thought you guys were supposed to be wide open. Yeah, I went to uh, uh, Louisiana, and it was wide open. What? Uh, at, uh, not too long ago, they opened everything up back to two thirty. But like going to the the bars or the clubs, I'd have a mask with me and be like, Hey, do I need a uh, wear a mask in this place, and they'd just be like, <laughs> "Come on in, man!" Yeah, was, I was like, "Wow." Yeah, it really just depends on where you are. Yeah, yeah. Because I hear even in Texas, it's split up half and half. Oh, like really? California is pretty split too. Yeah, they're doing a bunch of stuff with uh, Orange County, and then now Orange County is like being a little extra too. It's it's hard to judge. It's hard to judge. But yeah, yeah. It's hard to also not talk about COVID. Yeah. It seems right. like yeah. everybody's talking about it. Yeah, exactly. That's why, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't know, you know, once comedy comes back and uh, is that what people's bits are going to be all about? You know, we're going to be hearing it for the next two years. That's why I'm Just wondering. gloves and right. masks and colonoscopies or yeah. whatever. I mean, I don't know. Did you get it? Did you get COVID? I No, I didn't get it. You? Twice. Oh, wow. Twice. I never diagnosed it technically, I guess. Not at all. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You, oh, you just, yeah. You, I'm pretty sure I got it twice. Pretty sure. Yeah. Why? What happened? Well, last year, around the beginning of the year, I had what was like the worst pneumonia of my life. I grew up with asthma. I got over it because I just decided to stop being a punk. Yeah. And, uh, and start smoking. Right. Actually, actually, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not only weed, but cigarettes. Right. right? You yeah. doubled down on it. <laughs> 14. I was a uh, smoking machine, but yeah, uh, I, I had asthma and, and I was very concerned with my lungs as a kid. And then uh, growing older, I made sure to exercise and stuff too. But yeah, like uh, I still get allergic reactions. I still get sick. I still, yeah. you know, I thought I just had like a cold or something, but people have been talking about other people getting sick. So I was just whatever. Uh, but yeah, some kind of crazy pneumonia thing. And then. It only lasted like four days, and then this year, I finally lost my sense of smell and taste, and I was like, okay, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That lasted like six days. Yeah. But still, nobody shoved anything up my nose. Yeah. Will it, like, nothing I asked them to. Yeah. But yeah, no. Only what, good stuff. So you get vaccinated? Do you do that yet? Yeah, I did one shot, which I kind of felt uh, tired uh, after I got the shot, and mm-hmm. I... I didn't feel this, you know, I felt a little weird, you know, 
Um, that lasted two days. That's what people were saying. You feel a little tired, mm-hmm. you know, a little woozy. I mean, it sounds yeah. like most because yeah. it's your immune system taking like a jolt, uh-huh. if you will. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then my arm hurt for two days. It's weird because I didn't feel the shot going in, but then, you know, like two hours later, I'm like, what the fuck? It felt like someone just jacked me in the arm. So I was hurting for two days. Don't mean to cry about it, but yeah, that's how it happened, man. I've been seeing you doing all these uh, these videos, all the, uh, like the drone footage and yeah. just like flying all over the beaches and yeah. LA and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be really cool. Like during the shutdown, when there's nothing around to just yeah. get a bunch of B-roll. Yeah, yeah. Which I did, dude. (laughs) As soon as things started shutting down, dude, I went to all the places where there was always people. You know, like Hollywood Boulevard, Mm -hmm. you know, the Walk of Fame, uh, Griffith Park, you know, the observatory. There's always people there. You know what I mean? So you get a drone shot with like a thousand tourists, you know, with their cameras out and shit. Did did you do LACMA? uh, No, no, I didn't do LACMA because, I don't know, I just feel like it's been done yeah you know there's yeah. enough b-roll from here to eternity <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my you know uh but uh I, I got a lot of cool stuff downtown hollywood you know so yeah it was a lot of fun uh but then it, it just wore off because i was like the only person out there you know <laughs> just me and some homeless fucking dude <laughs> yeah i i feel i felt the same i was uh working for uber because i had to make money yeah and uh you know, my quota was only like a hundred bucks a day because of how slow it was. Yeah. And then all the cut, like the technical support was shut down. So you couldn't call anybody like you couldn't help. You couldn't get any help if like a delivery wasn't right yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I finally got myself to like Uber Diamond just so I would have technical support. Like they offer it to you if you become like one of their super soldiers, so to speak. But uh, I was uh, driving all over the place, Riverside to you know, San Diego, to uh-huh. Ontario, blah, blah, blah. But uh, eventually going to like the beaches in between uh, when they finally started opening those again, it, it was interesting to see how many sharks were in the water. Yeah. Like I was like one of the only humans in the water. And I was just <laughs> thinking to myself, wow, there might be all kinds of other stuff. And then I just looked to the right and there's a leopard shark. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. It just, I mean, I knew it was a shark, but I've uh-huh. never seen leopard sharks, knew with leopard sharks. Apparently there's even like a, Carl Strauss beer that represents the uh, leopard shark stout that uh, apparently the West Coast is full of them. They're like these little dog-sized sharks. Oh, okay. They don't really mess with you. Oh, all right. But they're like, hey, it's not a bunch of ass ass clowns everywhere. Where was everywhere. this, in Santa Monica? Uh, yeah, I think it was like Venice Beach, Santa Monica area. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was Venice Beach. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. The beaches were crazy, too. At one point, you weren't allowed to get in the water. You weren't allowed to be in a tent on the beach or even have an umbrella on the beach. You weren't allowed to sit or lay on the sand. Jesus. Like, that had something to do with coughing. But uh, the other thing was, it was like GTA at one point. You know, you had, like, five stars. We were on red alert. Yeah. And they have, like, military helicopters circling the beach. Really? And oh, yeah. eventually it cooled down. You started seeing regular helicopters or police helicopters, <laughs> which is just normal in L.A. But, yeah, right. But, yeah, it was. It, it's crazy how it escalated. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess they, they brought in this giant battle cruiser with full of syringes and nurses, and they're just like, we got to take care of business. And yeah. And like we're gonna move all these tanks too, just to y'all don't freak out. I know you're in, you're inside. You're not doing anything right now. We're just gonna move all these tanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to see here. 
Dude, yeah, bit. that's crazy, man. Yeah, it was wild. And, uh, you know, they, they even, there was supposed to be like this, uh, you know, uh, ship that was going to hold all these people with COVID. Remember mm-hmm. that? One went to New York and another mm-hmm. one on the West Coast. And I don't even think they even <laughs> used any of those. I mean, I'm sure they did at first because they were like, okay, we got to get these people, you know. I think it wasn't even for COVID. I think it was for people who had something other than COVID and didn't have a hospital go to uh-huh. go to. Oh, okay. Like some kind of mercy uh, vessel or something. Oh, okay. But yeah. even, even so, like the, the degrees of things that happened. Like Echo Park, they said there is X amount of uh, excrement and yeah. like waste that they had to remove from the park because eventually they barricaded the whole thing and kicked everybody out. Oh, okay. And if you were just living there, like this was your last resort, then you were going to give it, you'd be given some options. Okay. But otherwise, get the heck out. And they barricaded everything. They had a bunch of like, uh, I want to say it was like LAP reserve, LAPD reserves, like yeah. like riot cops, but a bunch. Of, they look scared. Like yeah. the uh, their eyes looks like the cops. Looked like, uh, you, I think you just need to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty frightening. But, uh, yeah, interesting stuff during a, a time where we don't know what to do or how to make money or yeah. where you're going to take a crap at 4 o'clock in the morning if you're an Uber driver. <laughs> Luckily, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, too. It was like it was a really pain in the ass to drive around because if you had to go – you know, where are you going to go? All the gas stations had their bathrooms closed. The restaurants were either not open for walk-in or they had the bathrooms closed. Yeah, or just not open. Like, I had to get really creative, uh, find some, like, taco stand that was always 24 hours uh-huh. and just happen to be, like, in God knows where. Yeah. And they'd have a restroom because, you know, I don't yeah. know, Jesus was on my side. That's I'm not, right. <laughs> I'm not sure. The Virgen de Guadalupe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And yeah, you just all the ca- <laughs> candles there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really was a mission. Uh, but, but yeah, no, uh, you just get more comfortable with the feel of a grocery bag around your butt cheeks. And I think <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> I'm trying to stay uh, as uh, as G-rated as I can. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, dude. One time I crapped my pants in in uh, uh, this was before COVID. In my car, I was on the way back to my house, and I don't know. I think I ate something and needed to come out right away. So I couldn't find a place, and it was the middle of rush hour. So I just I was driving around for 30 minutes with a big dump in my fucking shorts. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I, I wasn't even wearing pants, you know, so if it were to come down, it would come right down to my knees. Oh, man. Yeah. Luckily, it stayed right there. Yeah, I just wanted to apologize because I was running a little bit late, but it was because I actually finished the whole bag of kale chips last night, um, and and so that was why I was late earlier. But uh, just so you know, it was they were vampire killer was the flavor, uh-huh. and I also mixed that with a bag of uh, mango sriracha turkey jerky. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of sodium. Oh, okay, and fiber. <laughs> Uh, so I apologize. Kale chips. I apologize for being late. <laughs> no, it's all good, dude. Where you come from? Um, right now, right now I live in the hood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't just uh, smoke blunts with Suge Knight. I also, uh, uh, I guess, make hip hop. So you're South close LA. by, like Inglewood, Compton, or Watts? Nah. Which hood? I <laughs> <laughs> see so you're uh, wearing red, so you're part yeah, of the blood. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana. It's kind of like uh, obli- uh, obligatory. Um, 
No, no. I uh, <laughs> I live in South LA right now. I'm, uh, try, I'm trying to go somewhere maybe like Los Feliz. Mm-hmm. And, you know, somewhere a little a little more quiet, less yeah. fire, less fireworks. Uh huh. Okay. Like literal fire, like like bottle rockets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the normal stuff. Like like uh, yeah. like mortar mortar rounds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. military grade explosives, which you get in the hood, right? <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, the car they have on blocks. Let's blow it up, fucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, that actually happened in one of the, the parks, like Rancho Cienega, uh, the one that has uh, Jackie Robinson, like, center in it or oh, whatever. Okay. Somebody brought their car and just <laughs> set it on fire. They were like, <laughs> to hell with this. I'm getting a stimulus. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, can I say the F word? I yeah, don't know. Okay. yeah. Drop the bombs, dude. It's <laughs> poop dollar. Can I say the F word? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Hold on. What was that? Do that again. <laughs> You're pooping a dollar. We're so in, in the hood, man. So how's it going over there, man? Are they just uh, afraid of the, the creepy white guy with the long hair? Or? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not really allowed to jog in the neighborhood. They made, like, a city ordinance. Um, they said, you know, go to Planet Fitness. And then I went to Planet Fitness, and they said, you can't jog here unless you have a mask over your mouth. And I'm like, but I'm getting sweaty, you know. Yeah. It's, like, gross. And they're like, <laughs> company policy. And I'm uh-huh. like, is your company policy for me to be gross? And they're like, well, sort of. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just what I, I do. I know you're with. a runner. I mean, yeah, I used to play soccer. I, I ran track. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah, I can run, like, I don't know, seven, eight miles an hour for three miles. Oh, Jesus. Without, like, dying. Oh, wow. I quit smoking cigarettes. That's probably. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Do you still? Congratulations. You quit, though. You quit a while back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I quit in like 2015. Oh, okay. I wanted to be able to sing. Oh, okay. And run more than like half a block Mm. without dying. Yeah. No, it makes sense because I was like, I was just thinking, dude, how are you running like that? Because I remember how much you used to smoke and shit. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. I used to. Pride myself on how much I didn't care about myself. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now, obviously, you do. I mean, just look at this look here, mm. you know? And, and I was thinking, mm. like, are you just running because you got that Forrest Gump look? Like, mm. you, like you you run and you just don't stop? Everybody what? says it. It's, it's so ironic. My whole childhood, I had a high and tight. And everybody was like, run, Forrest, run. <laughs> now I'm a grown-ass adult. And they're yeah. like... Hey, Forrest. <laughs> it's like, it never stops. <laughs> I'm driving a car. Really? I'm not even running. Yeah. You know, I'm, dri- I'm driving that's for Uber. Hilarious. They're like, you're Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. I, I met you when you had your high and tight. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Didn't I? <laughs> I had short hair, but it wasn't uh-huh. a Forrest Gump haircut. Oh, okay. It was more like your hair, honestly. Oh, like the, uh, Oh, okay. But you had it shaved on the sides. No, I think yeah. that was just my scalp. Oh, I think okay. that's just a terrible... Uh, haircuts over the years they're just carved uh inches out of my flesh and now it doesn't grow hair there so oh, okay yeah so that's another reason why i grow it long <laughs> all the all the battle scars and head wounds yeah yeah i don't know if i told you when i was in third grade i fell off of like this metal uh jungle gym swing set thing and oh. busted the back of my head my uh my friends were like you cracked your head open and i was like yeah right <laughs> And then, like, reached behind my head and just, ah, just bloody everywhere, blood and, like, dirt dripping on my hand. And you got right back up? You didn't even uh, pass out? or No, nah, just a little woozy. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, 
I'm a pretty tough kid. Uh, I'm sensitive. Yeah. But on the inside, <laughs> not, not on the outside. No. And so did you have to get stitches? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And then uh, three years later, hanging out at my next door neighbor's house with my brother. Yeah. Older brother. He's like horse playing and stuff. Yeah. Uh, my neighbor's like grabbing this PVC pipe, gets on top of his tool shed and is like aiming for my brother and just chucks it like a spear. Except I walk out of the tool shed right at the right oh. time to where he hits me on the top of the scalp. Oh, and Jesus. I, I just hit the ground. It felt like a pot of plants, you know, like just yeah. cracking on my head. And, uh, of course, by that time, I'm always checking my head every time I get hurt. And I yeah, was just yeah. like, I wasn't even like scared as much as I was just annoyed. I was like, yeah. shit, not again. Sixth grade, damn it. We go over to my mom's house next door and like my my glasses are filling up with blood and stuff on one Jesus. side and she's like what did you do and he's oh, like it man. wasn't his fault and it was like totally his fault but i mean <laughs> I, I don't want him to think it's, it's not your fault cody um, <laughs> dude what'd you do to him and it, now it explains why he's so slow no hey what the <laughs> no, whoa <laughs> i worked for a casino i i i worked for the for the National Registry of EMT, like, I'm oh. very much Johnny on the spot. Okay. No, yeah, you're sharp, man. I still collect Xbox 360 games I buy from Goodwills. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's like, why would you do that? Was, uh, it, was the last time I seen you, I was trying to think of it. And, uh, were we on set of that Jamie Foxx movie? Or did God. I see you after that? You know... It's hard to say because I think I ran into you a couple times okay. on set. Yeah. But, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was nine one one was one of the times I think. Were well, you on that set? Yeah. It was but at I, Saddle Ridge. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And oh yeah. It was next door to the right. Comedy Store. Right. Yes. And then there was was that nine one one. I thought that was uh, the the Jamie Foxx movie. Oh, uh, you know no, what? It, it was probably it was nine one one. And then okay. uh, and then before oh. it was a show. Uh, some really serious political show, like uh -huh. a drama, uh -huh. and we were all in like a city, city council, uh, like town hall meeting or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Was it? Oh, yeah. Was that? Um, was that a movie? I don't know. Oh, like it, <laughs> a, a town. Oh, you know what? I, wasn't that that Christian Bale movie where he plays uh, the the uh, the vice president? Yeah. I don't. I don't. Cheney might be. Yeah. I don't. I, or I, gotta could be honest, have, yeah, I don't right? keep track of yeah, that stuff. I, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. I'm not trying to sound. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I really don't know. I think it was like named after something that's like a slogan on our money or, or like. Oh, okay. Like justice of the peace kind of thing. It was just some yeah. like, I can't remember the name of the, the, I think it was a TV show. I think it was like a Showtime show or oh, something. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, uh. I think that was either before or during the time I, I was on the Ding Dong show. I was doing the comedy store stuff, and uh -huh. uh, I got so involved. What were you doing for the Ding Dong show? Everything I could. Yeah. Everything. And you were in it, too. Right? Yeah, that, that was, like, inevitable. Yeah. But I became a character that was the understudy of the main one of the main characters schizo surfer yeah but he didn't want me to be the understudy uh -huh. and i was like acting like he was my sensei the whole time uh, who's schizo yeah the way before <laughs> i was like but you're my sensei but like and he's like get the hell away from me <laughs> but uh yeah it was all before you know cobra uh cobra kai or any of that stuff yeah you know, all the sensei talk, yeah but, yeah but yeah no i i 
man, it was crazy. I I don't mean to I don't mean to bitch and moan, but I I uh, promoted the crap out of that show yeah. every day, every week, like three times a week. We were on KLOS, like the radio station. Yeah. We were at the comedy store. We were on like all social media platforms, YouTube, Periscope, whatever. But uh, and it's something that Don Barris has been making for like thirty years. Right. You know, like it's, it's the longest running. Uh, Show right, yeah, long absolutely, but uh, but for some reason, I guess whoever's working the social media department hates me oh. and uh, just never reposted anything I posted. Maybe, yeah. I'm, maybe I'm just terrible at editing, <laughs> probably the case, but uh, but yeah, I couldn't get them to repost it. The comedy store for like a for like two Who's years, in charge of that. I it used to be a cool guy who uh, who did a lot of uh, Wait, that doesn't sound right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, a cool guy that works at, for yeah, the no, comedy. There's plenty store. of cool guys that work at the comedy store. There, there was Jody. Like there was, uh, you know, a, a lot of the management, a lot of the uh, kitchen staff, a lot of the the people who work behind the scenes. Jen, you know, yeah. I, I don't mean to drop names, but yeah. no, people that don't have to do a comedy <laughs> are the cool ones over there. It's true, but also, you know, they're dealing with the comedians too, yeah. so they have to be extra cool. But. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it was a guy, uh, I think it was a comedian, it was Brent, Benel- Brenton Benelcombe, I think, was the guy who okay. used to do it. I don't know who does it now, mm-hmm. but I don't think they like me. Yeah. I don't think you like me. Yeah, what is You were not watching this either. What, what a Maybe surprise, what a shocker. Hey, what's that supposed to mean? No, it's just, it's so clicky over there, you know <laughs> what I mean? If you're not fucking sucking each other's dicks... You right. know what I mean? It's like you're not part of the crew. You know? Well, you know, it might literally be that, though, you know. And so in the, if that were the case, we can't really shame them for that. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, that's fine. You can live your life. It's fine. But, you know, you know, it's cool. Uh, I mean, Pauly Shore is an Aquarius. I think he was born the day after me. We're both like double Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. Aquarians. I know I am. But, uh, you know, and he's a talented guy. I think one of his best movies was 18 again with George Burns. Like one of his first movies was really great. But, um uh, I guess my point was just that, you know, the comedy store is a cool place. You you would always bring the joints. You yeah. always had everything lined up, yeah. you know, and we were like, you know, promoting your shows and your mics yeah. and stuff. And it was really, those were exciting times for me because I was like, you know what, this is, this is the time where I'm really going to start devoting. And I did it before like New Year's. Everybody does it. Oh, this is my year. Yeah. Oh, this is my year. Right. Me, I was like, uh, to hell with 2012, you know, it's not the end of the world if I just keep going towards, you know, my path. But, yeah. uh, yeah, the comedy store is actually great. The, the so late you, nights, all that stuff. You, that was, that, was that the club that, that, that you first went to when you got into stand up or no, no, I started in 05 in Louisiana. Okay. Uh, I think the first club I ever went to was uh funny bone. Okay. In Baton Rouge. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I, you know, years later I went to Chicago. I, uh, I, I went to like jokes and notes and a bunch of other spots. And then, uh, in California, there were all kinds of places. Um, even like Sal's comedy hole, you know, which was like half a restaurant, half a, Oh, so did, did you come to California before you moved here officially? Uh, no, I just, uh, I mean, I did, I did live here in 08 and then moved back and forth, but to actually like, Quote, the first time I ever went to the comedy store, I think it was 2010. Okay. I went to Sal's, then I went to the comedy store. I saw Tony Hinchcliffe. Mm-hmm. He was saying something about Tom Petty uh, on stage. I think he was a door guy at the time. And then uh, it was super dead. Those were like super dead days. Yeah. It was like dark as fuck. Yeah, yeah. 
So how long after that did I meet you? I think um I think we met like uh towards the end of 2012 I want I want to say if not like the middle of 2013 because I I distinctly remember the St. Patty's Day flyer mm-hmm. that your buddy BJ made and yeah. I was like hey what about this one uh-huh. And you were Is like, that the first flyer you made? I me? think it was. Okay. I think it was a St. Patty's Day flyer. And it wasn't even like original art. You know, I feel kind of guilty about that. Oh, right, right. I didn't draw the guy. I think it was y'all mm-hmm. art. And I, I re I re yeah, yeah. I re-edited it. Right, right. Well, who cares, man? Uh, there were killer flyers that you made for me. And uh, it was a big improvement from what we were using and what was out there, you know? And, uh, you know... Like, cause you know, comedians make the shittiest flyers, well, you know, yeah. and you know, and you know, it's not about the flyer, right? You know, it's about the show and this and that, you know, and the lineup should speak for itself and stuff like that. But you know, it's just something that you know, since I had so many shows and since it was like almost every week, you know, uh, you know, I just get tired of seeing the same bullshit, you mm-hmm. know, and that's why. You know, when I saw that you could, uh, or that you were a graphic designer, and then you could put together some cool designs, it's like let's make this happen. Yeah, but it was always makeshift for me. I was always putting like bubble gum and and toothpicks and and duct tape together because the <laughs> truth was I had a uh, kind of an old school or older computer that was working. It would take me like hours to work. Really? On. Yeah, like I would really spend a lot of detail and time on. On things, and then like it would slow down, so sometimes the perspective was a little bit off, or okay. like the lighting was a little yeah, bit off. Yeah. And, and you know, I just try and deal with it as I as I went. But yeah, it would take me so long. So like, it was it was definitely about uh, investing myself in the scene and investing myself in like positive people and yeah. positive like projects. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It, working with you definitely helped me filter a lot of the BS down the line because. Uh, it just proves that not everybody in LA is is fake or flaky. You know what I mean? And Amen to that. That was pretty early on, so I appreciate that. Oh yeah, for sure, buddy. I mean, well, um, so like, what, what you're saying from what I said, like what just, we just talked in, about, or just like my actions? Yeah, yeah, I, my yeah. actions. Yeah, because basically you just do business uh, a certain way. Yeah, where it's actually business. Yeah, you know, a lot of like you said, a lot of these flyers are made by. Comics, open micers, things like, you know, non-professional types, people straight out of college or like straight out of their parents' basement or whatever. And, you know, that's cool because it gives you that opportunity to, yeah. to, to jump forward. But um, to really like put some, you know, work ethic into it, you know, it takes work ethic. So you have to have like work experience to have work ethic. And I, I started working when I was like 14 officially. And I think you're one of those people, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just talking to my girlfriend about this, dude. I had a paper route at eight. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I've been working ever since, dude. You should kill your parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dude. I'm just kidding. Well, you know what It ended up happening is that, you know, uh, I'm glad I worked so hard and that much uh, as a young kid, you know, because it made me, you know, have that hustle. But then... Too was like, you know, do I really want to be working this hard when I'm older, too? So, it, you know, it kind of made me think about that. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, and as an actor, dude, you know, we hardly work at all. So. <laughs> but the the funny thing is, I think you're friends with my friend, uh, my, my buddy, Bud, uh-huh. Bud Galloway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
he was saying he was saying it before it's like a lot of people who even get into acting don't want to work mm-hmm. don't, they don't want to put yeah. it in the work right and if you just do that yeah it the results are so much richer you know i've been just because i went i showed up and worked you know even as an extra they would like make a point of putting me in you know what i mean when all the other guys are like i don't know why you're trying so hard they're never gonna put you i i was in so many shows before this i've never been it's like look dude you're not my first hater. <laughs> I had Don't somebody you? steal my act in the fifth grade. Okay, I'm not. I'm not uh, it's hilarious. Yeah, funny, like everybody wants to give you advice, right? right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, dude, yeah. you're obviously way more into this than me. Yeah. I'm gonna break your right. spirit. Yeah, yeah, totally. Let me piss on your fucking parade here. <laughs> you seem a little too happy and eager to be here. <laughs> You're giving us all a bad n- name. Right. <laughs> You're making us look bad, dude. Look, man, it, it, we all get free hamburgers. Yeah. We all got free food. You you chose to eat three plates. Right. <laughs> dude, that's so funny. I mean, that's, it, you know, that's super true what Bud said, you know, and I think that applies to stand-up too. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. Because... You know, uh, so many people, you know, call themselves a stand up or they, but they don't, they're not willing to put into work. They're not, you know, so. Um, and, and, and just on the word stand up, not to, not to be a dick. <laughs> it's a verb, right? I'm just, it's a preposition, I think. Oh, but, okay. uh, you know, uh, regardless, uh-huh. the point, I mean, I guess it's a verb and a preposition, but uh, the point is just say, you know, hello, uh, you have an obligation. Yeah. To stand up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you're the voice. Uh-huh. That's not supposed to make you a puppet. It's not supposed <laughs> to make you a funnel or a vessel. Right. That's supposed to make you maybe a beacon. Stand-ups. Let's just, you know, try and reiterate maybe. You know, people are stand-ups. We're stand-ups. You know, like, people people who become stand-up comedians like us. We, we did it for a reason because we needed to be heard probably. You know, maybe we just weren't being heard. Maybe we just had this talent. Maybe we had the ability to be heard just with our voices or our expression. But for whatever reason, we became these people uh, kind of not out of choice. You know what I mean? In my, in my perspective, I would say. And there's a lot of people who maybe aren't doing it yeah, uh, because it's their God-given talent. Maybe they're doing it because it's just something they really think they want. And I don't think those people should be uh, throwing their voice and opinion around. Uh, I'm not saying that they're not legally allowed to. You know, if anything, they should very much be allowed to. You know, everybody can have their own opinion, especially if it opposes something. But we should have more stand-up standing up. I mean, not to talk anything down on Chappelle or, or, uh, Sarah Silverman or anybody, but I mean, they do a lot of, uh, you know, barking. They do a lot of like, uh, collar popping and, uh, they could do it for like humanity more so than money commercialism. Yeah. 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 You know, anyway, so, uh, what I was saying right before, uh, the commercial break, um, was just that, uh, you know, People need to know about this. This is cool. I definitely want to tag whatever in yeah. this, whatever I can in this. And uh, I really want to know what is Poop Dollar? What is that? Uh, well, it started uh, from the uh, Workaholics show uh, on Comedy Central. And uh, since I did the stand-up show at the Workaholics house, um, you know, I just, you know, took it from there. So Poop Poop Dollar is... So a- Poop Dollar is an actual prank that they used to pull... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's kind of like an internet prank too where they take a dollar bill and they roll a, a turd in it and they put it on the street and they wait for somebody to come by and pick it up and when they do <laughs> you know they yell poop dollar and that's it Okay. <laughs> kind of like the sound bite that I had so yeah that's uh, that's where it comes from okay because I, I wasn't sure yeah. I, I, I mean I've seen workaholic one more time one more time and then, you've been in the workaholics house, right? I actually, I have not had the pleasure. Oh, dude, well, we got to get that show started back up. When we started it back up, man, we'll have you on. So, there. you still have it, you still got the availability, you just need the uh, the green light, so to speak. Yeah, we just need people to stop being afraid and go out in public. It's a shame that house isn't in Texas. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, dude. Uh, Just kidding. Uh, Texas is fun. I've had a lot of fun in Texas. I used to work as a uh, roadie in Texas. I, uh, I've i partied a lot in Texas. Austin, Selma, San Antonio, Laredo, Corpus Christi. Yeehaw. Uh, Dallas. But, uh, you know, even my dad's got some land near Texarkana. But, um, you know... California is pretty cool. California is really cool. And yeah. I was just going to give you props, dude, because if we met in 2012, that means I've known you, what, nine years? Yes. So. Holy crap. Uh, you know, and you moved here, what, no nine or 10? Uh, 2010 uh, consecutively. Yeah. So 11 years, dude. Let's drink to that. Amen. Huh? Yeah, oh, buddy. yeah. Anything to drink. I'm from Louisiana, Mardi Gras. Dude, I... <laughs> no, dude. I'm going to open another one, actually. Yeah, oh, for sure, dude. Go for it. I'm not done with this one yet. You know, I pride myself on being here since 2000, and I know it's not an easy city to stay living 2000. in. 2000? Yeah. I'm old, dude. You don't look it. Thank you, man. You don't I look like you've been 46. here since 2000. <laughs> 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 Yeah, dude. Reseda, is that where you're from? <laughs> Van Nuys. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a little bit of a uh, uh, Daniel Sun vibe. Yeah, a yeah. Bit. Yeah, a yeah. Bit. Yeah, I watched too many Karate Kids, and I needed to move to the Valley. Did you see Cobra Kai? I mean, I know we're like yeah, kind of talking about other people's shit. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I know Brett. He's yeah. in there. He's Yeah, uh, he's hilarious. Yeah. I love what he said about artificial sweetener. What'd that was say? great. He's say? like, not not on my watch, or like, <laughs> not while I'm working here, and just threw it away. I feel like that was that was improv. <laughs> yeah, probably right. <laughs> yeah, get this crap out yeah. of here. I mean, they put that sucralose. They put that in all the children's drinks now. I know this is supposed to be like a comedy podcast, and we're talking <laughs> about poop and and everything, but like colon cancer is not funny. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck. Colon cancer. I'm not saying that... I'm not going to make that claim. I'm not saying that Splenda and sucralose causes colon cancer, but they have been studies. Also, it's in everything. It's in Shasta now. It's in Hawaiian Punch. It's in Sunny Delight. It's in just about every uh, soft drink. They'll have either half of it, even like energy drinks, Monster, all these... all these. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Protein powders, all kinds of stuff. And if it's not sucralose, then it's stevia. 
which uh, is very similar to NutraSweet yeah. or uh, aspartame, actually, not yeah. uh, sa- not the uh, saccharin stuff. But anyway, I, I'm going off on a tangent. I'm just saying, let's not poison our children. Maybe they'll stop growing up to be little bitches, you know? Yeah. Uh, no, that's a good point. I don't know. Wait a minute. <laughs> Who are you? I'm, I'm, just, I'm nobody, little kid. I'm, I, I'm Scott <laughs> Kid, little kid. I, uh, I, I, I can talk like Elmo. Hey, everybody. Oh my All right, that wasn't a good impression, but Elmo wants to say, "I like to drink beer on the radio." <laughs> oh, that was good, buddy. Anyway, uh, no. So, what I wanted, uh, yes, give you props on is staying out here, dude. How many people have we known that that have come and gone, right? Fuck yeah, a bunch. Yeah, even people not in comedy, right? Just people just being like, oh, hit the brakes. Right. I'm I'm like, I'm the reincarnated version of Gene Wilder. You know, like, <laughs> it, he he didn't even die before I was born. You know, like, I just <laughs> I just prayed a lot and eventually grew his, uh, his aura and essence. But no, really, like, what is Hollywood about? What is it really about? I thought it was about singing, dancing. Uh, collaborating art composition you know making a big movement of of uh thought and expression but it's not it's really about Aleister Crowley and sex cults and um cult of personality and like worshiping a person instead of uh something bigger than that like I don't know um essence existence the universe yeah how about not worshiping things you yeah know? yeah yeah maybe god i guess but that's like worshiping goodness you yeah. know what i mean so yeah yeah it's kind of redundant you know you should already do that but i'm just saying you know like alistair crowley or whatever mr crowley the song by ozzy osbourne yeah yeah everybody called him a devil worshiper yeah but he just kept talking about jesus and god and yeah, like yeah. the bible well see i mean well, let's call Hollywood what it is, right? It's show business, right? It's show business. Oh. And what's in show business? Business. Yeah. Wherever there's business, there's fucking corrupt people. There's Debauchery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like you said at the beginning, show business, because I'm trying to show my business. I'm showing you the business. Yeah. This is just a show of a business. You right. know, it's well, like there's so yeah. many connotations yeah, yeah, to yeah. it. It's like you show you this, yeah. I'll take your business. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's there's yeah, this really. old magic uh, magician portrait where the guy's like performing for the crowd, and yeah. then his assistants are going around pickpocketing ah, everybody. Nice. Yeah, I need to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> that was deep, dude. I like that. No, just like the fucking Weinstein, right? He was. Showing them a fucking casting couch and then, you know. Yeah. And then making multi-million dollar blockbuster hits like Star Wars and Pulp Fiction and stuff. Yeah. Things that we love and hold dear and reference every day. And it's all got a tainted essence of bullshit. Yeah. And now we're trying to shake it off like we had herpes made of feces. And we're just trying to pop all the pimples on our back. But it just keeps getting nastier and nastier. It's like you need a cheese grater. Well, I feel like, you know, that whole The Wizard of Oz where, like, the curtains, you know, we now got to see what's behind the curtains. Yeah, you're right. And it's a freaking, you know, naked. It's a shit show. It's a naked lobster. Yeah, Yeah. right. Yeah. So. I, um, 
Yeah, what? What? So what's the, what are we going to do? Yeah. No, I was just <laughs> thinking of a naked lobster because you got that in my head now. Well, I was just thinking, you know, the meat show. And I was like, you know, it's me. <laughs> one help, more time. Help me get this out of my head. Me. A naked lobster, for God's sakes. I didn't expect that on a Monday night. Naked lobster. It's a, a restaurant I go to. On the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing a fucking a lobster, you know, like uh, underneath his shell is just his private parts <laughs> dangling just, in the wind. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> the naked lobster. Yeah, like he's using his shell like a, like an overcoat. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's a shell of an overcoat. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was thinking either, you know, something from Futurama, maybe something from Kansas, yeah. Dust in the Wind. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, no, Um. I, I really love how much my parents and my family are uh, um, kind of how do you say influenced by entertainment? And I think subconsciously I noticed that as a child and kept leaning towards performing, you know, for maybe attention, maybe for self-satisfaction or self-respect or esteem. But I, I realize more and more, the deeper I get into it, that it's like, it's more about rockets and, and the devil, um, which is very scary and weird because, uh, we ended up going to two world wars and then having really great movies after that. So I don't know. We had really great movies right before world war two, but also they were so much better after I just, <laughs> I'm just really perturbed. It's like the Renaissance, you know, there was a lot of murder in, in Rome and Italy, but there was also like, you know, the Sistine chapel yeah. and, and Leonardo da Vinci. Right. So, I mean, I mean, think about those great movies that you speak about, right? That were made after the World Wars, right? Yeah. How much fucking perversion were right. going on that we don't even know because they didn't have social media. Right. Nobody told on directors Absolutely. or producers or agents. You, you know who the little rascals are, right? Yeah. It was during the Depression. A bunch of little kids starving yeah. to death who somehow were like, better actors than most of what I see on Netflix now. Yeah. You know what I mean? These yeah. are children. That's true. But is it that they were going through strife or were they also going behind some curtain? We don't yeah. know. But there's a, a mural on either Vine or Argyle near, I want to say Franklin. It's got all these old school actors and stuff, all these people in a movie theater. Yeah. And then it's like Charlie Chaplin, Chaplin right next to Shirley Temple. And I don't remember if she's sitting in his lap or not, but it there was a lot of rumors that he was uh, kind of a perv. Charlie Chaplin? Yeah. And then the thing that's kind of heartbreaking for me is I'm a big fan of the Muppets. Mm -hmm. Jim Henson. Blue yeah. screen, green screen, Star Wars. Sure. So many things come from that. Weather Channel. You know what I mean? Come from his technology and his crew. Even SNL. You know what I mean? Saturday Night Live even. But, uh, you know... He his production company is in the Charlie Chaplin house, so it's yeah. like this is already dealing which we with, did stand up in, didn't they? No, have no, a show the there? other one, the other oh, okay. one, the one on uh, La Brea that has Kermit oh. the Frog on the top. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, I love this stuff. I love the Muppets. I love this stuff. But is it connected on some darker, deeper, scarier level? I fucking hope not. I absolutely hope not. And you know, like Bill Cosby is Bill Cosby innocent? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do. He's a perv, dude. Like Maybe his big, wife was in on it. Ones. Who knows? 
Dude, one of the biggest ones of them all, dude, you know? Yeah. I mean, okay, one girl says, you know, you did that, you know? Okay, there's some down, mate. Two, right. three, four, five. Mm-hmm. Eh, okay, they're all full but of shit. But like 80, 80 million? Yeah. yeah, no, it's a, you know. The whole backyard game yeah. and, and Fat Albert? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, so. Um, yeah, when the when the weight of all the women outweighs the whole backyard game, yeah. including Fat yeah. Albert, that's a yeah. problem. Um, my other thing is, though, we said Cosby, we said Weinstein, but we never said, you know, like some of the other situations. You were mentioning, like, in the past, what about the comedy store? <laughs> How many people, you know, like, is it is it is it the other way around, though? I know we've had a couple beers. How's the other way around? I mean, like Mitzi. You think she's different? I'm just saying she's a woman. And she may have swung it around or threw it around a little bit. Power corrupts, dude. Power corrupts. And guess what? She was handed a bad hand. Uh, you know, her her husband uh, didn't want to be married anymore. He was a stand-up comedian. Really? That was his decision? Yeah. I, I didn't know this backstory. But yeah. He, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, dude, the dude was, a, he wanted to do stand-up. He didn't want to own a club. He wanted to go out. Oh, and yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was a stand-up at heart. Most stand-up at hearts aren't business-minded, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. at least like the good ones, you know? Right. So uh, it's, uh, you know, it it, it was uh, it was her, you know, that was, was the brains to all that. She definitely brought the energy. She brought the vibe, and she brought a plethora of uh, renegades. But did they... And she also brought Carlos Mancia. Did she really? Yeah. She's the one who told them that he shouldn't be uh, his real name. He should be... He, he looked like a Carlos. You know what I mean? Like, people don't see you as 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 whatever his real name was, which was a German name uh, and uh, this and that. So, you know, she... Dude, she fucking molded So him that's why him. Rogan got banned? Because she was already on his side? On Mancia's side? And and Rogan called him out. Well, dude, like having Mitzi on your side, like because she's the one that created you, is a pretty powerful thing. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I don't a, see her as evil. That's, that's why Rogan was the one to go when all that shit went down. Right. Right. So who's it going to be? The guy that you created. Right. The guy that you know became like the number one, you know, Hispanic, you know, uh, stand up comedian. Like, dude, you know. Or was it going to be Rogan, somebody that that woman was already developed when he came out to the West Coast and he had a, a deal with that uh, Universal NBC, yeah, right, I mean, yeah. yeah. So he was he went from news radio to talk yeah, radio, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, no, I, so he was, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. I uh, I mean, me, I'm I'm just a I'm just a ball of slime, and I don't even mean it in the negative way. I just mean it like plasma, like. I try to just work in every industry that I can. I have. I've worked in medicine. I've worked in uh, computers. I've worked in fast food, whatever, entertainment. And, uh, I mean, now I'm quoted as saying I'm a ball of slime or something. But, uh, but <laughs> No, you're just modest, dude. I know you, and you're just, you know, what, what you mean is that, you know, like I ain't shit. You know, I ain't trying to, you know, pretend like I'm shit, this and that. And you're just like, you're, you're like me, dude. You're just... You know, you keep to yourself and, you know what I mean? Like, you don't screw anybody over. Well, I try not. I try not to, but, you know, people argue for all kinds of reasons. And I I do a lot of reviews on Google now, Google Maps. So if you have a business, 
do good business, and I won't give you a bad review. Uh, I'm just joking around, but uh, not really. You don't do reviews. I do reviews. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was uh, I was looking Dude. recently. I get I get like uh, I thought I had like forty thousand views on like some of my photos that are about because it's like in Louisiana. There's amazing restaurants. There's amazing Cajun restaurants, mm-hmm. Hispanic restaurants, all kinds of stuff. My town is technically a Hispanic town, even though it's Cajun as well. It's uh it's a part of Acadiana. So like. Uh, the Acadians came from Canada, right? Like Nova Scotia. But they came from like the Vendée or the Vendée part of uh, France, like the southern part of France. 1600, so and such, such and so. Uh, point was, they they moved all the way down to Louisiana and they have this whole culture, blah, blah, blah. There's food. And it's some of the best. You go around L.A., you see signs everywhere. It says Louisiana fried chicken. You go to Louisiana, that restaurant doesn't exist. Never heard of it. I come here, I'm like, what is this janky sign that says Louisiana fried chicken? You go to Louisiana, badass fried chicken. Anyway, I review the shit out of people. Like I said, I worked in fast food, worked in healthcare. I knew OSHA standards. I know medical standards. I know uh, health standards when it comes to delivering food, cooking food. So I just review the shit out of people. Sometimes I'm funny, sometimes I'm a dick. But you know what? I always have fun. All right. I'm sorry. I'm rambling. But the point is, like, watch your back. Watch your back on Google. You hear me? It's the wave of the future. It's taking over. You have nanobots in your bloodstream, and I'm going to be reviewing them. Oh, shit. That's right. (laughs) No, that's cool, dude. I mean, I, dude, I... I read reviews all the time, man. I, I, I don't buy anything without <laughs> fucking reading a review. Absolutely. So I thank you. Because I thank don't leave. You, man. No, no, dude. I don't. I, you're doing Scott. You're doing God's work. I'm doing Scott's work. Yeah, Scott. <laughs> dude, because I don't review. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I, I read reviews and I, and dude, I, I, I go get, by reviews. I get up in arms. No, I get good. so mad. Yeah. Hey, if you piss me off, Taco Bell, if you can't do Taco Bell, like you work at Taco Bell, you can't do Taco Bell. You're just, you hate you hate whatever's going on. I'm sorry, but I, I know we're doing a lot of product placement in this episode. We're talking about beer. We're talking about Taco Bell. Did you review Taco Bell? Oh yeah, I worked for them for three years. You did like four different locations. One of them was a hybrid. Yum Corporation. I know your breakdown. The Ask system. The ask system about how to deal with people who are mad. It's okay. It's okay. They're scared, dude. I I, I hear fucking the Pepsi. Uh, the yeah, yeah. Well, they're Pepsi, owned by yes, they're owned yeah. by Pepsi, PepsiCo. Right? Yeah, you know your shit. Yeah, dude. what are you? What are you stock market <laughs> no, I used to work for Chevy's, and they're owned by <laughs> them too. Really? Yeah. Hold on. What do you mean Chevy's? Chevy's restaurant. Oh, okay. Mexican restaurant. I thought you meant Chevrolet. No, no. They're owned by Pepsi. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be yeah, scary. Chev- that would be scary, dude. <laughs> A Pepsi car. <laughs> so wait, what, what, what does your car run on right now? Is it electric? Is it gas? No, it's uh, uh, just a regular Hyundai. Are you are you still rocking uh, uh the fast one? No, no, I trade that was a lease and I traded in for a, uh you know a different one. I my buddy has a Hyundai too. I I saw one uh a, there's a new Hun, uh Hyundai Sonata. Is it Sonata? 
It, it's a Elantra, mine. I no, I'm saying that's a Honda. Sonata, yeah, I think so. There's yeah. a hybrid Sonata that's like right. They, yeah, they tried. No, they tried to. They got an all electric one now too. That they're really? trying to compete with fucking Tesla. They should. Yeah. I, well, how are you gonna be like all like weird and and straight faced and say like you want to put microchips in baby skulls? Like all straight faced. Like I get on stage, I'm straight faced. And I say the dumbest crap. I say I've been in the porn industry since middle school. You know, like it's dumb shit. Yeah. It's true. I sold Playboys when I was in seventh, no, eighth grade. But no, but the point was, how are you going to be on Joe Rogan or any of these podcasts, any of this stuff? I know I'm, I'm like riding other people's coattails right now by mentioning this shit. And I feel really guilty for it because I'm Catholic or I was <laughs> raised Catholic. Whatever. I, yeah. I meditate. Do you think uh, Elon Musk is a bad person? I don't know. I just know that he says some wild ass shit that like. Well, so do you. It doesn't take balls to say what he says. It takes money to say what he says. Uh -huh. It takes balls to say what I say. Cause, okay. Because I'm saying shit that is free. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like he's saying shit that costs a lot. You know, like <laughs> you, you want a little kid to be like. It okay. costs a lot to you and me, not to him. <laughs> No, I mean, and, okay, yeah, in, in yeah, you're right. In ratio, yeah, it doesn't yeah. cost a lot to him, but it costs a lot of something, you know, whether it's Filipino currency or whatever. But, uh -huh. yeah, you're right. It doesn't cost a lot to him. Maybe that's why he's so calm about it. Yeah. See, because you're like, you know, I come from the Midwest, you know, humble beginnings and all that stuff. And then we moved to L.A. where some of the richest people in the world, and you and me have rubbed elbows with these people, right? I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, I love uh, Steve Simone's uh, joke about, like, you never see, like, a, like a happy guy in a Ferrari. You know? <laughs> you know? Or, like, you never, like, like oh, that's a good it's person. Absolutely right? true. I was I was on Franklin by Gelson's, and some old guy got mad at me because I was just driving kind of slower than him. But he was the old guy. Mm. And he got right next to me, rolled his window down, and was like, why are you all, like, Yes, exactly what he did. <laughs> I, I I literally just did what you did. I laughed in his face. I, how am I supposed to respond to it? <laughs> While he was driving? Yeah, he's like he hey, stops at the do light. Do that for the listeners, because there's some people he's that just like aren't moving his, it. He's like, he wasn't at 10 at 2. He was, like, clutching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he, was like, he was like an old lady, an 80-year-old, clutching her purse. <laughs> and he was calling he's me that. like at 11 and 1. <laughs> yeah, he was saying I was a purse, a purse clutcher. Oh, That's Jesus. messed up, man. That is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's your sound like. <laughs> hey! You can just record a bunch of me. Right? I need here's your one, sound Here's bits. one. That's from the Fat Boys. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> a lot of stuff. A lot of, a lot of stuff. But uh, anyway, no, uh, what, what, what was... We're talking about Elon Musk and his damn chips and like I mean, kids okay. in, in their heads, dude. So my parents, you know, like educators and such, uh, military types, a lot of like family members in, are either in medicine, education, military kind of stuff, government stuff. Is that where so, you get your high and tight from? Yeah. I mean, the town I come from, you know, we have a... Uh, we have a, something, a place called the Monkey Farm. Uh -huh. It's uh, the New Iberia Research Facility, NIRC, or a research center, I guess. Not NERF, but NERC. Uh, and uh, they test on primates. Now, do I think it's wrong? Do I think it's scary? Maybe. 
Uh, have I seen a movie called Project X with Matthew Broderick and Helen Hunt from the 80s? It's very similar to that where they like tested on him and gave him radiation. They like flew jets and shit and flight simulators. Yeah, okay, I saw that movie. But in New Iberia, they have like this runway where they can land a 747. Anytime there's a hurricane, Air Force One goes there. That's where the president shows up. Barack Obama, Bush, Clinton, so on, so forth. They've all shown up for hurricanes. Maybe not Trump. Anyway, freaking right next door is this research center. This is like high profile shit. They may have cured AIDS from that place. It may have been the location that they cured AIDS from. So I can't really be like down with the the ape ape cages. You know what I mean? Like the the movie 13, 12, 12 monkeys. monkeys. 12 yeah, monkeys. Great mo- movie. Yeah. Well, that's Terry Gilliam. Yeah. I know you're trying to find a minute to like put some word in, but I'm going to take over right now. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, but no, the point it's is. Terry Gillian. Okay, so I'm going to go from tangent to other tangent to other tangent. Okay. We're like, if this were like a tree of thought, uh-huh. I'm like way by like this other branch over here. Okay. Terry Gilliam was the only guy in Monty Python. You know what Monty? Yeah. Okay. Only guy in Monty Python who was American. Oh, okay. He was the artist. He made all their, he made the foot that smashed and went, uh-huh. he made all this fucking animation out of like Renaissance and stuff. But he also directed Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Okay. He directed uh, 12 Monkeys. He directed all kinds of stuff. Look his, look up his freaking IMDb. You'll have a blast, but make sure if you're going to watch that stuff and you're by yourself and you're into mushrooms that you may be microdose. But be careful. <laughs> be careful. Anyway, um, no, he's a rabbit hole guy. He's yeah. like an Alice in Wonderland style director and a really, really talented artist. But going back, going backwards, uh, Terry Gilliam, 12 Monkeys, New Iberia. Yeah, you go from one tangent clouds, to another. Clouds, clouds. We're going back from, and we're going back to Louisiana. Louisiana, the monkeys, the, the monkeys, the president's landing, president's landing, hurricanes. No, I guess I, I, I totally lost track of what we were talking. Yeah, about. but yeah. the point was just that, uh, you know, I come from a place where uh, there's a lot of serious stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not just like hunky dory jazz everywhere you know it's not just cajun music in zodico you know right is there a lot of shit going on there's some serious like high level shit yeah and then right next to it is some of the best music and food you'll ever have yeah so it's like it really is interesting how you need some kind of stress in order to get joy right it's like jerking off right I know it's crude to even talk about this. Yeah. It takes some friction no, it's to get crude to do it here if you're gonna whip out your cock. Don't worry. And I'm not, be I'm like, not, don't worry. You said I always would bring the joints to uh <laughs> the comedy store and we just blaze up like there's no tomorrow. Um <laughs> nice. Uh Dude, I want to talk about my my killed Tony appearance. <laughs> no. Look at you laughing. Oh, no. You don't know how deep it goes. All right. Go ahead. Oh, I do want to know oh. how deep it goes. I do want to know it. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. You can smell it through the bag, right? Yeah. Can, yeah. You can smell it through the bag, right? Yeah. It's a little too much, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll put it away. <laughs> it smells almost like Thanksgiving, though, right? It smells oh, kind of like turkey. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of smells like turkey. Kind of like that or like some fucking... <laughs> it almost smells like giblets. It's so dank. 
Um, like a semi rule <laughs> ran over some fucking skunks. This does not disguise the smell, by the way. These fucking no. <laughs> this does not help. Uh-uh. Uh, but it's a fun little can to carry around, and it carries a lot of it's water. It's at least waterproof. Wait, anyway. did you ever do those shrooms that uh, who was selling? Uh, uh, one of the Old guys, lady? no, uh, dude, what was the Israeli guy, uh, the Jewish guy? Guy that worked at the comedy store, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't even him that had the mushrooms, but someone had some crazy psychedelic uh, mushrooms. That I just we remember we went for Memorial Day in Venice. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And we each did an eighth, yes. and I disappeared. Yes, that's right. My buddy still th- talks about that because we we went on this fucking uh, uh, fucking trippy escapade, and <laughs> <laughs> we fucking lost you in Venice, and we went all. Dude, we fucking shroomed our ass off. We went our our separate way. God knows where we went. Mars, <laughs> fucking, I don't know. But and, and at the end of this fucking crazy ass fucking trip, who shows up like fucking Jesus, like on the fucking sand, like he's walking barefoot and <laughs> fucking like a Scott kid. And it was fucking. <laughs> We were, I, I have an amazing homing beacon uh, and, and radar. I knew I could. I that was the most scared, <laughs> panicked, <laughs> best time of my life. Like uh, I, uh, I, I basically we went for Memorial Day to Venice Beach, yeah. which is usually pretty popular. Yeah, the place is like the second most popular LA or California destination. Really, number Venice? one is uh, Disney. Disneyland, okay. wow. which, you know, say what you will about that place. Well, it makes sense because Venice is like the Disneyland for grownups. Or junkies. Yeah. But um, because... Or homeless people. Potato, potato. Or they so, just live there. <laughs> yes. But my, no, my point was just if they l- allow junkies to live on the sand at... And I use that term sparingly. I mean the fullest junkie. Not everybody's a junkie. I'm saying there's a junkie that lives like a full-on junkie, exponential junkie that survives on Venice Beach, gets to live there. Cops don't fuck with him. Yeah. If the cops don't fuck with that guy, imagine when it's a holiday, a national bank holiday. You know what I mean? And you're tripping your balls off. Right. Yeah. And there's a cop on every corner yeah every break of the the boardwalk which is what it was like so i thought i kept walking in circles (laughs) because i kept seeing cops i was like shit (laughs) i need to turn back and you're tripping your balls right and i turned back like over and i literally was walking in circles seeing the same cops so like normally they don't even give a fuck i probably wasn't even that out of my composure (laughs) you know i'm just like yeah yeah but in my mind it's like i'm bleeding through my eyes and sure and you're seeing fucking elephants, right? And fucking flying dolphins. I think how it started was everything kicked in, right? Yeah. Right, right. We got out of this crazy cab, yeah, that sucked, yeah. Like he was like, "Oh, I don't know where to drop you off." Right. Suddenly, I, I, yeah. I work here. I don't know how to drive, right, right. and we we're probably giggling and geeking out, and <laughs> yeah. it's starting to hit. And then we all get out, and there's like plants and shit. We're having a blast. We're getting nature's around. Venice is Venice, <laughs> you know. And then suddenly, there's this huge crowd of people walking on the boardwalk in Venice Beach, and we're stuck in this line. Yeah. I'm like, fuck lines. My subconscious is freaking out. We're all just, like, standing in this line going, walking, just slow, slow. It was real slow. It's like being at a mall. 
right? Yeah. Except you're on mushrooms, right? right? So yeah. like you're forced to walk in this line. Slow in the line for. Because there's just so many people oh. on the boardwalk. We can't even like. Oh, right, it, right. It's Memorial Day right, weekend right. Or, or Memorial Day. We're part of the masses. Right. And, and and like your date's like, oh, I love him. He's so cool. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm like, okay, well, they're obviously involved. Yeah. There's no point. No, in I don't even... think I was on a date. I was with another comedian. Remember Me- Melanie Baldonado? Okay. But she, in her elated sense, was having a good time and yeah. enjoying your company. Yeah. I, as a good friend and potential wingman, my brother looks like Goose from freaking <laughs> Top Gun. I'm just saying. I'm just Nothing. saying. And you guys look alike. <laughs> we do. I used to use his ID when I was in high school oh, to, to buy beer. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's four I, years older. Oh, I was 17 nice. buying everybody Same beer. Same like with me. Fuck yeah. Yeah. What's your fucking number? What's your numerology number? You don't even know. We'll figure that out What's in a second. What's yours? Nine. Anyway, so going back. I think mine's eight. That might be right. We'll see. Infinity, dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're there. Uh, we're in line. Everything's about to start kicking in. Like, it's kicking in already. We each did about an eighth. Yeah. I am not used to This is the first time I've ever done that. It's the, not the first time I've ever tripped We're or done mushrooms. It's the first time I've ever done hydroponic dried mushrooms from California that are regulated to last only like four or five hours. And then they just quit all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. I'm used to going to Avery Island where they grow fucking like, or not grow, but bottle Tabasco sauce. Right. And they have like cows and, and shit and, and mushrooms that grow out of cow shit. And we go and pick a bunch of them, put them in a Win Dixie, specifically a Win Dixie bag. You have to, I mean, even if you, if that place is closed, we have so many of those saved in like these weird like salami socks. Anyway, fresh mushrooms as opposed to these laboratory dried hydroponic ones that are like engineered. Yeah. These are like uh, intelligent design mushrooms, basically. These are God mushrooms. Yeah. Those last so much Made longer. Made by Elon Musk. Right. Yeah. And they smell like Elon's Musk. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just kidding. Because uh, they're from cow shit. No. Uh, no, they, they're exponentially, like, potent. Yeah. And then, like, fresh as fuck. So, it really, you know, I guess they degrade when they dehydrate or whatever. But they're also laboratory made to only last four hours. These, I'm used to, like, 12-hour thing. I didn't think. 12-hour mushroom trips? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not joking. Jesus. You just make like a pint for yourself. You can make a pot of tea out of like these small grocery bags. Dude. A small grocery bag? Uh, yeah, small. Yeah. Yeah. Like is a it, grocery bag that's so like that's a quarter. That's more than an eighth? Or that's like a shit ton. Yeah. But they're also liquid. Oh. Like they'll, they'll, they'll congeal. Uh-huh. You're, you're, you're in a What's different. What's liquid? The mushroom. Because they're so wet and fresh from the cow shit. Okay. And they're, then you put them in a hot tea? You, and they dissolve? You, you boil them and then mix them with sugar or something and then Kool-Aid and then pour that over ice and then Kool-Aid. try and chug it. So that way you can drink it. That way you can handle it. Because okay. it tastes like fucking right. dog shit yeah. going down your throat. Right, right, right. Slippery dog shit. Yeah, yeah. If you're into like dipping like jellyfish in, into yeah. like your butt and then sticking it in your throat. It's kind of what it tastes like. Oh, Jesus. But warm. But really warm. Anyway, so I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, don't use that as the clip for Instagram. But <laughs> but anyway, so. No, you're dropping knowledge. So I, I've done those back in like college years, back in my Vespa days. And 
to do the ones that we were on were very concentrated. Yeah. And intense. But, yeah. And I started doing, I was like basically in line with you guys. And I just said, fuck it. And I just left. Yeah. I was like, I can't handle fucking being in line yeah, anymore. Yeah. This is driving right, me crazy. Right. Okay. And I ended up doing sand angels. Like, yes, you did. There's not snow yeah. angels, just sand. I took no. a bunch of fi- pictures of my face like this. <laughs> I have like pictures saved on Google Plus somewhere. It's like me wearing an Argentina jersey that, <laughs> yeah. that freaking Bobby Lee bitched at me for wearing on Kill Tony. Oh, it was really? like, oh, name your favorite Argentina player. It's like, dude, I wore it because I played NES World Cup. Okay, yeah. Nintendo's World yeah, They didn't yeah. even have the same jersey. They were just Argentina. You press A and B together, it does a perfect fucking super, super kick. <laughs> That's why I chose it. But he gave me a hard time. Anyway, so I'm tripping. I'm freaking out. I'm, like, constantly checking my phone. I look at my phone. It's swirling around. I look at the sky. The sky, the clouds are swirling around. I'm like, this is awesome, but also scary. I'm like, we were, you, we were all just sitting in the sand watching the sand yeah. at one point. And yeah. the sand was fucking insane. Crazy. It was the sand. Yeah. The sand. Yeah. The, the, the most boring shit ever. Right, right. You know, if the sand, the most boring shit ever is fucking going nuts, you know that's some good shit. So now, I, uh, which is part of my goal of moving out here, I am so involved with, like, the culture of entertainment, all forms, as you will. I mean, not all, but let's say quite a few, uh, that I've been able to experience different levels where like when you close your eyes on some of these mushrooms, you start to travel through space. Sure. It, it like literally. Yeah. No, no, hundred percent. I know exactly what you're talking about. Which I feel like they're, they're, everyone's looking for that time mach- time machine to travel time. No, no, tra- time travel is in yes, here. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. It's here. You you time travel because I feel the same exact way. I I felt like I. Time travel. Okay. I went to a whole nother place and I didn't move right from that. You didn't beach. have to. No. I stayed right there. No need. But my inner whatever, this mm-hmm. whole thing, it, it took off mm-hmm. and it went somewhere else. And it time traveled. Space, time. But anyway, so you're saying time traveling, you're right. Or inter yeah. interdimensional travel or just inner inner like uh I mean like just from your ions or your energy or your frequency. I'm thinking like we you know, I was taught when I was an EMT that we have automaticity, uh, what electrolytes basically do. Every time that you go through perfusion, every time that your cells uh, go through like a heartbeat, you have the little wave, right? That little wave that they show, each point is a letter, you know, uh, uh, PQRS, basically. And each point is where uh, an electrolyte is either leaving or coming into the cell, Every time it beats. Wow. So when that happens, you're creating electricity. We are these batteries that they say in the matrix. Yeah. That they can just generate off of us. So if we're able to tune our frequency like a radio to the space or to the God or to, you know, another universe, and then we start pumping that signal towards them, how do we know we're not connecting? Right. You know? And they, like I was saying about Aleister Crowley, he was very much connected to, so they say, uh, Jack Parsons, who created JPL, not Joseph P. Larkin, the comedian from Slidell, Louisiana, who has a We Three Trolls podcast, not to name drop again. Okay. But JPL, as in Jet Propulsion Labs, which was in California, ironically. Yeah. Where Elon Musk 
you know, also has SpaceX, okay. ironically. Uh, Elon Musk, they say, was uh, Tony Stark. Okay. Well, Tony well, let's not get off on a tangent. I'm just saying, Tony Stark's dad in the comic series is very similar to Jack Parsons, this guy who created rocket propulsion. Because there's some people who believe that in order to get to heaven, you need to take a ship. And I don't think they're wrong. I just don't think you have to do it that way. And we mentioned God before. We mentioned other spirituality. For you to say that and believe that, to me, means that it's real. Because I feel and think that and have felt that or experienced that. Maybe it's a drug. Maybe it's a way of life. Maybe it's a consciousness. But I believe that there's some people in this world that, will, that think that you can get to heaven by ship. And some believe that you can do it by prayer. And if prayer is meditation or drugs or consciousness and connection, I, I think that's all the same thing. Or could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But I'm not saying we couldn't get to Mars or another dimension by pushing ourselves there. Yeah. But we might not have to. Yeah. Oh, no, 100%. I, I mean, I feel like we don't have to. 100%. But I want to keep it kind of uncertain so that yeah, way yeah. everybody has a chance to say something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we almost out of time or are we still able to go? Because I'm, I'm able to talk about we're everything. Ready, we're, ready, we're able to go. And I'm glad we, 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 we touched on our, our mushroom trip. And I thought it was a blast and we had a great time. And, uh, yeah, I think I, we hit all the good points on that story, uh, even though we could continue on with it. But I wanted to talk about, because I, I initially brought up my Kill Tony <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thing with it. And, I want, and then you said there's a whole m more things to yeah, it. And I want to hear that thing, because all I know is my version of it and what I remember of it. And then you were there. You were like. I was in the audience. You were in the audience. Looking at you. Yeah, yes. yeah. And in fact, what, what people don't realize is I was performing for you, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, that's, like I had my boy. I just got done smoking a joint with you. We were out in the fucking, you know, not, not the patio, but the stairs. Like, right. remember how yeah, we just yeah, came yeah. in Dave there? Yeah, Dave Mattel used to come and hang out with this man. We were like, there from the sign up. We were both uh, was signed up for the uh, potluck. Mm -hmm. we, and, and then and then there comes fucking uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, right? He's like, hey, you guys want to do the kill Tony? If, like, we're guaranteed to, you know, go up. So we're like, we're filming. We're thinking, all right, well, that's a guarantee, right? Let's let's sign up for that. You know, like potluck's not a guarantee, so let's <laughs> let's do that, right? So I did that. And then we we're fucking, and so I thought I was going to get right up, right? This and that. And, you know, fucking, you know, the podcast starts and, you know, they call a person after person. I was ready, dude. I was ready right from the beginning. But then... You know, an hour later, dude, after waiting, we're fucking lighting up joint after joint after, which is the comedy. So that's what we did. Like, right. Yeah, we we're yeah, out there in the yeah, store. Why not? Dude, I got up like maybe like close to two hours after like whatever. It was like, I was like one of the last ones. Right. And then I was like, okay, they finally called me up, dude, after like, you know, five fucking massive joints in the fucking side. <laughs> right. 
And it's Scotty kids out there fucking watching me, right? So it was all for you, dude. You know what I mean? And I just made a fucking mockery of that whole fucking fucking podcast. And what people didn't realize is, you know, I, I didn't give a fuck about giving a fuck about nothing. You know what I mean? So it was just like, dude, I was there about two hours. Fuck these people for fucking keeping me waiting. And, you know, I was going to at least entertain myself and entertain you because you were in the audience. You were like one of like, I don't know, what, 10 people in the audience? That you actually, you know, were associating with. But, I mean, like, they, I mean, at the time it was a very, you know, up-and-coming show. And, I mean, I can say I was on the first season. I was on the second season. They get let me... uh because I asked to do the Dave Attell episode, callback, um, because Dave Attell is probably one of the realest motherfuckers I've met out here. There's some other ones. Dana Gould, Doug Benson, Don Barris, I guess. I mean, Don Barris has got his Stevens. Brody Stevens. I mean, that goes without saying. I mean, it's kind of subconscious. But, I mean, you know, Don Barris, you know, I say I guess because he's got a circus of, of thought going on. But um, because of the whole... You know, his whole show. But the Kill Tony show, very similar to the Ding Dong show. It's a show where you bring up somebody who's coming from the potluck, and you let them debut, you let them go up, and whatever happens, happens, and then they go from there. Difference was Don and the Ding Dong show was kind of like punching up, like, here's your chance, versus Kill Tony show where it's like, we take a stance on what stand-up is. Right. And I'm I'm sorry but you're sitting you're sitting down right. and you're judging stand up. Yeah. But also there's a lot of shows that are like that Star Surge, American Idol, that punch you know, down? No, that are like this format. Oh, okay. So it's not that unique. That being said, he found a way to connect his representation and all his people and the people that were in his network and make a show. Regardless. He found a way or Brian Redband fucking set it up and did it. You know, I don't know. He's the, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who the producer or creator or the whatever. All I know is that he did that. That's undeniable. We have to agree on that. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah, but yeah. the person who edited your video worked for me on the Ding Dong Show. The video that talks about you on... Uh, There's a video that talks about me? On that video, the video that uh, shows that moment oh, okay. on Kill Tony. It's like a highlight or something. Oh, okay. But I just remember you kind of looking like Marty McFly, uh-huh. making some kind of reference about Marty McFly. Yeah. And then Tony being very much on a high horse, right. even though he was Tony the Golden Pony. Right. He himself being a pony, it seems weird to be on a high horse <laughs> as a pony. But that's okay. Uh, everybody's got their thing. Tony's, you know, real quick with his wit. He, you know, he'll take the first thing he sees, which is which is great. Uh, they teach you that in Groundlings. But... Um, with you, he was trying to like say that there was this layer of you being surreal. Uh-huh. Like you, you eventually were like, you guys will see, you'll see. And you did it very sarcastically. You did it to where it was like, I feel this tension. I feel you right. judging me, yes. but you know what? Y'all all know that you kind of already think I'm cooler than you. Yeah, yeah. And also, uh, I don't care right. because we as comedians knew just from the first couple of times that we saw it, that it was an ambush. Right. But you're you're consenting to an ambush. Right. How do you go about that? I don't know if you guys want to watch old episodes of Kill Tony, but understand that there's one episode where I try to do a, a actual joke 
I cram it all into one minute. It's probably over a minute, but whatever. Every other time after that, definitely taking the piss out of what's going on. Why? Because I can't give myself self-respect and go on that show and be like, what these guys tell me is law. <laughs> I've Oh, yeah, Scott, you yeah, spent yeah. 20 years dissecting right. comedy for right. yourself and yeah. being bullied by humanity. Right, right, right. And figuring out how to work against it with comedy. And then you're going to take a comedian being a bully to you. Right. Because he dealt with the same thing. You know what I mean? In When his childhood, most likely. Ooh. Tony. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure he got bullied. Yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, I mean, why Why else would he become yeah. like, I'm Mr. And Quick. And look like me, right? <laughs> Which guy? The person that bullied him. You know what? You might be right. But he's from like Ohio, so I don't know if they were Hispanic people. You said you're from the Midwest, though. Yeah, so. Chicago. Yeah, so maybe. Yeah. But uh, regardless, um, I don't think that's what it was. I think it's that maybe he liked a girl that you already got with. Let's just go with that. So that way you can live your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because quite honestly, you've already proven that we'll see. <laughs> and whenever you said that, you were already beyond. I was on a sh- I was on a a, a show uh, like well some... that that that's, that's the joke. You know what I mean? No, I know. It's like I know. Where where like like comics go there to get approval and to get like accolades, like this and uh, that. Yeah, we're just going there for stage time. Mm-hmm. Like like I, we we sign up for pot like this and that. You know. I was just trying to get my fucking three minutes in, you know what I mean? Because that was like, you know, maybe my, you know, I was just trying to He's right. He's right, America. Uh, Universe, I should say. Um, Not to cut you off, I just want to implement, I just want to interrupt and say that, uh, you know, we definitely have personalities. We definitely have developed material and just the way we deal with things. We don't need to like go through a filtration process. And especially like we were saying earlier about there's a difference between comedy and business. You know, like a business can't tell us what sells. You know, we're the salesmen. We sell everything. <laughs> we're going to sell your shit. It's us, not the people who tell us when to clock in. Anyway. Exactly. Amen to that, dude. You know, we don't, dude, us as comedians, dude, we don't take direction well. We don't take fucking criticism well, all right? Because we are our own fucking thing, right? Like, you know. Okay, okay, but I'm an actor, too. I take direction very well, okay? I'm very good at direction. That's I can also direct. The thing is, uh, in direction, I don't take well. When people are being half-assed or passive-aggressive or, you know, overcompensating. That's whenever I start. All right, so maybe that wasn't the the, the right word. Because I'm an actor, too. I take direction really well. way more of an an actor than that. No, no, no. I'm not trying to... I was just going to say... No, no, you're right. I was on some bitch-ass show in Echo Park or something, and I ran into a guy named uh, Sean Kerrigan. Okay. And he's a a really talented guy. Yeah. His stand-up, I think he's, like, he's stuck in his acting world, so he can't say too much crazy shit. You know what I mean? As opposed to me trying to break more into acting, saying crazy shit. But he's really talented. He's been in, like, soap operas and stuff like that. And I know you have been in that same shit, too. Like, you've been on... Dude, I'm friends with Sean. I know. (laughs) That's why I'm saying it. My point is, like, this guy's been in, like, Ford versus Ferrari. I I casted him as Don Barris's double. You know what I mean? Like... (laughs) Like and I'm quite honestly, I think Don set it up to where I, he would. I mean, I feel like Don Don already Wait, had that in mind. Did you, you know have a mean? casting call, and then this. No, guy, God, no. no. It oh. was like we need somebody 
to do this part. It's crazy. This guy enters our 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 Venn diagram. I'm like, let's just use him. Okay. <laughs> he already is in your universe. He already opens for you or works with you from time to time, like, you know, late nights. I'm just like, let's just do it. And He come, opens for Dom? No, like when Don used to do the late night potluck, Sean would be like one of those last guys who would get up before before Dom would finally go up and just like turn the place upside down yeah. and make it another acid trip. Yeah, yeah. But uh, But no, I'm just saying like, this guy, he he's like kind of a brute. He's kind of like a worker, yeah. you know, like in the acting field and the comedy right. field. Yeah. And you and him are like co-workers. So for somebody to be like, I know better than you, you know, it's just like you don't even know better to like change your tone of voice. Like, and that's me just being a dick and saying you're not a man. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I shouldn't say that. That's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> it's hilarious. And on the point... You know what I mean? You're, you know, you're, you're, you're absolutely right about that. So the thing is, like, it's not that I was, I was not good at taking direction. It's just that I was getting it from this person that I saw start as a door person, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Crack it open. Um, and now all of a sudden he's telling me what's wrong with my standup. Oh yeah, that's a- <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, no. Rest in peace. Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, so that's, I mean, dude, it's just like, you know, like, you know, just name, uh, you know, uh, what if what if Kenny all of a sudden is like, <laughs> you know, Scott, you know, the thing what's, what's wrong about your stand-up is. Okay, here's then, the thing about that. He already does. <laughs> he posts on Facebook, don't trust him. <laughs> this guy's like trying to be a street hustler and shit, and he's living his life, and he's probably yeah. he's probably going to end up like owning all our souls. It's fine. <laughs> He'll be the next Marcellus Wallace. It's whatever. I'm just saying, like, let him. Yeah. Because even a heckler who says something poignant is valuable. Okay. So if he says something poignant, and by he, I mean she. Yeah. If she says something poignant, yeah. uh, or if anybody says yeah. something poignant, why would you not use that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To your advantage, to the audience's advantage. Right. Because that's all I'm doing. All I give a all I give a flying fig about is that I bring you a silver platter, or at least like somewhat tarnished stainless steel platter of you know, food of thought or whatever. You know, I'm just trying okay. to like, my point is just like, we're servants. We're yeah. fucking, we're, we're actors. We're workers. We're, we're, we're comedians. We're writers. We're connectors. We're here to work for you. We're trying to get you to understand, Hey, we're not necessarily teachers, but we're kind of teachers, you know, like we're philosophers. We're all these titles of, you know, a person who's willing to get on a podium and talk to you and be like, Hey, Maybe we should reconsider just everything, like everything. You don't have to be neurotic, but just like be open. Think about what we're talking about, what yeah. we're doing, because to be like one-sided or crazy or this is how everything's done, it's just limiting as hell. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that there's one gender. Or I'm not going to say there's one race. I'm not going to say there's any of that stuff. I'm going to say we're all welcome. We're all able. But in order for that to work, we have to be open and able. And whenever you go to a spot where it's like, these are the rules, this is what works, 
this is what's at the expectation. It's like, okay, well, we're going to break those rules. Right. We're going to, It's a know, given. We're going to go beyond expectation. Yeah, right. We're going to change the way you think about yeah. what you have. Right. No, so, I mean, I don't want to get off on a tangent, uh, Scott, because like what, what, what we initially was getting to was the my kill Tony appearance. Yeah, so okay. there's a guy who worked for me, and he was editing all these Kill Tony episodes. He even told me that he was going to start doing mine, and he was for a minute. But the problem is he's kind of, like, on another level. He's on his own fucking trip. Let's just say that. Uh-huh. That's convenient, but also admirable i wish i could be on my own trip all the time anyway so he saw that he saw that moment because it was so um let's just say juicy there's a lot of tension because it, it you know like it, and it's very raw it's very early yeah. in the series so he basically cropped that moment and put it on like the highlights of kill tony and I, I even like talked to the guy. I was like, you have to understand where this guy's coming from versus this guy, you know, like yeah. this guy actually, you know, it, it's so ironic. Yeah. The moment is so ironic because you're just like, I am losing this battle, but I know I'm already winning the war. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you're like, I'm, I don't need to get shot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw it in, you know, like, dude, like I said, I was performing for you, dude. And I, I was like entertaining myself. That's dude. the first time. I've because been, the, yeah. the only thing I, I heard in that audience were a bunch of booze and then Scott kid laughing like, cause, cause that's the only motherfucker that gets it. And that's the only motherfucker that knew. So if anything, dude, I was like, oh. I was doubling down on my, whatever I was doing that's so because sweet. I heard you fucking laughing, dude. Like I, because you're the only one that knew I was, being sarcastic dude. because you have that to I was, be yeah that, that that i was like trolling these motherfuckers right. and this and that and then who do we have next to fucking tony is that fucking other nerd fucking uh the dude with the beard uh you know lawrence yeah oh no yeah so that nerd and he's giving me the evil eye how did that like, guy become one of the guys on the you know it's like uh, when you get when you get job okay go ahead go ahead no no so, so I'm being bullied by the nerd crew here you know what yeah. I mean not, yeah. yeah not yeah. Red Band because I fucking love Red Band dude and then after that dude Red Band dude we were always fucking cool dude and like you know what I mean and then after that dude like we were cool dude like it wasn't I wasn't going after Red Band but I got a fucking issue with a fucking girl that sounds like a fucking butch lesbian that's going after me and that's like you know like critiquing my fucking after me seeing him as a door person, right, and uh, work his way yeah, up. You've been around since the way odds, before, yeah, since two thousand, yeah. Like you're, you're yeah. since dude. Backstreet Boys, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. You want to talk about the slow days at the store, oh bro? My God. You know what I mean? Like it was a, it was a ghost you, town. You probably saw Sam Tripoli coming up, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Yeah, I, I used to know him when his hands didn't shake. <laughs> I feel really guilty. He was always nice to me. Dude, Sam, he's Sam, great, Sam dude. Triple dude. He's a he's my next guest. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> he walked up to me. He was like, "Doesn't this guy look like somebody should be in our shit?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes, yeah." Dude. Thank God I went to Ross. <laughs> oh man, no. I, all right, uh, so so okay, so back to the kill Tony thing. All right, <laughs> and um, 
So, like I said, dude, I was performing for you, dude, and I heard your fucking laughs because we just got done. Dude, we were there since five, bro, right? Sign up. Sign up (laughs) is five. People don't realize that shit, dude, right? They're leaving comments in the fucking on my YouTube. Four hours. Yeah. Four hours of just like fucking waiting around, smoking, you know, just. Okay, let's hear our next comedian. We're going to take it out of the bucket. Bunch of shit. You know, we're just hanging. Dude, that was another Monday for you and me, bro. I mean, come on. Let's be honest. Like, you know, people just don't realize this thing. And all of a sudden, that show blew up. And then then all of a sudden, I'm getting all these comments on my YouTube channel, dude. And, you know, like, oh, this guy was on Kill Tony. And it was so horrible. Oh, no. Yeah, dude, came coming out. after me, dude. Oh. Like, you know, like his fanboys, dude. <laughs> like, dude, I, oh, that's, that's great. Yeah, Honestly, no, it, that's it, great. Was, that's it was. Fantastic. It was fantastic. It was, it was oh a lot of fun. God. And then I read the comments of that because uh, I never I never saw the video, bro. Like after that day, dude, it was like, a dude, I didn't even fucking, you know what I mean? Like, I got to be honest, Eric, I worked at the improv, right? Yeah. You remember, I remember that. that. Yeah. The Hollywood improv. Yeah. I got a job there, guys. It's kind of tough. Anyway. I, uh, when I worked there, Tony finally would show up. He finally started getting stage time there because they always put everybody on the back burner. When he would come there, he was super humbled. I was his only friend. I was the only person he knew until he knew other people there. Cause you know, he knows people. But he didn't know the people working there. Well, dude, they're all humble once they left the fucking comedy store. I dude. understand. But for some reason, like these comedy store fucking comics, right, bro? They felt this armor, this this bulletproof vest yes. that they had on there. Yes, it's we called all... it's called a W two. So <laughs> <laughs> it's called workers' comp. No, uh, uh, no. I think what my point was just that when he came to the store, I mean, when he he came from the store, he came to the Hollywood Improv when I was working there. And I was, like, one of the only people he could, like, be cool or relate to. Yeah. Uh, it basically proved the thing we were talking about earlier, that it's show business. Okay. So his show is just for show. Yeah. And if you process it that way, you, not his fans, not the people who come after you. Yeah. If you process it or I process it, I, I most likely will because I have to just mentally uh, process his show as it's just show. Mm-hmm. Then whenever I see him in person, it's a little bit more like it's yeah. just a party. It's just like we're we're coworkers. Yeah, but that's easier said when he's not fucking critiquing your stand up. Oh, but he's gonna do that no matter what. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like I'm not worried about that. I could just be like, Hey Tony, how's your parents? You know, yeah. like I don't know his parents. But yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, like, I we can change the subject. Yeah, yeah. Because quite honestly, I'm a I'm an absurdist. Uh-huh. That's like my thing. Yeah. I'm not I I was on Nerdist. Uh-huh. I was on the site a couple times. But I'm an absurdist. Okay. If I can start, if you guys can start the website absurdist for me, and we can start making content, I'll invite Eric. We'll invite Tony. We'll have a pie-eating contest. But it'll be <laughs> pussy. He moved no. to Austin, right? He's busy fucking. Did he move to Austin? Dude, of course his fucking oh, idol is there, dude. Well, you know, everybody's got to have an idol, you know. I mean, not me, but, you know, everybody's got to have an idol, okay. I guess. Okay, yeah. You know, it, it, you can call it that. It's fine. You know, have you ever watched Red Bar, by the way? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, it's great. Hilarious. Fantastic. Great. <laughs> yeah, dude. Anyway. I fucking love it, dude. That dude, what he's doing, he's doing uh, yeah, I had to add him on Facebook. He was he was very nice to add me as uh Yeah. Oh, dude. Him. Like, what, dude, what he's doing is, is fucking awesome, bro. Y'all are both from Chicago, right? Is he from Chicago? I think he had a club in Chicago. He, he had a club in Chicago. 
That's why he's got that perspective. Mm. My buddy Tony Blanco was friends with Hannibal, and he lived in Chicago, and that's how I eventually went to Chicago because we all started in Louisiana. We mm. had fire and brimstone. Hannibal too. Hannibal started. He's from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I'm saying like, uh, you know, the Louisiana people. Okay. Uh, but he had a show very similar to Kill Tony's show with Hannibal in Chicago called American Gong Idol. Okay. Because it was so convolutedly ununique. I don't know if how do you spell ununique, but <laughs> but uh, I don't know how to spell unique. I know it's tough. I think there's a K in it, <laughs> <laughs> but either way, the point was just that it's done. It's been done. It's yeah. called Kill Tony. Mm -hmm. Like Kill Bill. Yeah. They have a sword. Yeah. They use the Kill Bill, you know, which is someone else's music that, that Quentin Tarantino kind of ripped off. And he didn't rip it off because he's making all this shit and he gets rights, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. My point is just like, it's already reprocessed, recycled. You yeah. know, like, it's okay. It's all the same shit. We're all just trying to create something and move forward. You guys, y'all sh should just call Mike Faverman. And start the boxing comedy thing all over again. <laughs> or and but make it wrestling this time. Because I think Tony has an edge in wrestling or something. I think he I was a wrestler too, dude. Oh good. But yeah. I think he owns a Leotard. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, y'all should just like no, figure dude, it out. I dude, I do not have anything against it like this and that, but like but the thing is like it's like so like you were the only one that got me that night. And like I said, that's why I kept fucking feeding the fire. And I always, I just kept going. Like, well, I, you're genuine with me. Yeah. And in that moment, you knew it was pointless to yeah. be genuine. Right. So the most genuine thing was to let him steamroll you. Yeah. So that way you could just be a martyr. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and totally. you're a martyr McFly. Right. Not a Marty McFly. <laughs> What's so funny is, dude, in the comments, I was reading the comments, and, like, some people, uh, you were, like, thought I was, like, the worst stand-up <laughs> yeah. ever. And then other, one, other ones got me. They got my sarcasm. They're like, no, no, no. And that's the thing. And, like, it's, like, it, that's, like, it was The so great, great thing about YouTube and, and comments is uh -huh. there's always room for more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I don't read porn, porn comments. But, <laughs> but that's a thing, apparently. Do you uh, review uh, porn? No, God, no, you no. But you know what I do? I have done. Yeah. I've taken a lot of pictures of porn stars, um, and I've also written uh, and helped develop a sitcom that was a spoof of the porn industry. It was called Jack Gemini Porn Star Extra. Oh. It even if it eventually had, like, Ron Jeremy and, and a couple other, like, you know, different people. But um, I when I was... Was Ron Jeremy on the Ding Dong show? You know, he would show up at the... That's so funny you ask. He would show up at the end of the night and pick up, like, the guest. Like, or, I mean, not the guest, but, like, the uh, cast. Like, so, like, uh, there was a girl named uh, Amanda Green. Yeah. She played, like, guitar and yeah. stuff. He would, he would come and pick her up and Jessica Shores and, like, some other people and... And and just go on on his merry way, but there was other times where I'd just be at like rock. <laughs> what do you mean go on his merry way? As much as the I can. The guy's sitting in jail right now, right? Dude, he got he got. <laughs> <laughs> we went from Cosby, Weinstein, to dude. Jeremy. That's what he no. is, dude. He got fucking convicted of like all these sex crimes, dude. Supposedly, <laughs> he's such a small person, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. It's so sad that he got he got that far. But um, quite honestly, I was just gonna say I ran into him in like underground coke parties and shit. And I wasn't even doing shit. I mean, it was just like people are fucking doing shit and like 
old mechanic shops. They have like these after hours parties and mechanic shops. Yeah, it's fucking like there's an episode of Thirty Rock where like Tracy Morgan's like, "There's an after, 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 <laughs> after, after, after party." You know, it's like they're in the sewer and shit. You know, it's like. The, uh, <laughs> my point was just like it doesn't surprise me yeah. that grimy scenes, yeah, you know, eventually show grimy s- scenes. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so fun. I mean. <laughs> but like, you know, Kill Tony, I got to be the Iron Patriot because I asked. That's right. And then I got. Do you have footage of, of you? Yeah, it's all on. It's all up. It's all uh, there. It's all I like there. To, I like to post some of those pictures. That was cool as fuck. I forgot about you that. You know, it's so funny. There was an episode where Chris D'Elia was on it. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> bad press freaking uh and he posted a picture of me on instagram it was like hey these are my new bodyguard and it made, yeah i remember that and it was like eight nine thousand fucking right likes on it. yeah you got a bunch of 16 year olds like hey, yeah, you yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah they were like hey you're the guy who i can't see his face right no I'm and just kidding. Friend was, of chris is a friend of mine yeah no not even close no um can we go to prom That's my uncle right there. So do you want to, do you have a, what's your two cents on that whole situation? Uh, what, Dalia? Yeah. You know, whenever I see fuck 12, <laughs> I just think of Dalia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I did, I did tag him in it. Uh, he didn't, uh, I took a picture of fuck 12 on a light post and oh then I tagged him. He didn't respond. Mm. Um, but no, it's nothing, nothing against anybody. You guys have your opportunities. You have your endeavors. It's up to you to choose your fucking life. Uh, me, I've been in, uh, the underground, like party culture for a long time. And I mean, a long time, like as soon as I started improv, I mean, improv, as soon as I started stand up, I was already like. A part of like the ED, EDM scene or whatever, electronic dance music or whatever. Uh, New Orleans, Louisiana is very badass for that. And after really? Katrina, yeah, it was amazing. There was a place called the State Palace Theater. It was fucking fantastic. But um, you was know, that a rave. It, it was it was a venue. It was a concert venue that eventually Katrina, Hurricane Katrina, destroyed. Like destroyed the interior. It was just filled with bacteria. Um. Uh, because of the floods, the twenty foot floods of shit from the you know flesh eating bacteria. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So you've so seen some shit. I've seen some shit, but no. The point was just that uh, being in L.A. is not to be taken lightly. You have to come out here kind of swinging, and it's either with your fist or with your ass. And I I prefer to use my fist. <laughs> All right, everybody, come on down to the stage. We're at Silver Rain. It's Santa Monica. Hell yeah. We got some hot, sexy ladies coming your way on that two-for-one promo out there. Guys, don't forget two-for-one, two-for-fun. Hell yeah. You remember when you tried to give me a job at a strip club? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Scotty, you're perfect for this job, buddy. Just show up. Just wear a black blazer, (laughs) not a plaid one. (laughs) What happened? What happened with that? I think I wore a plaid, pla- a plaid, <laughs> a plaid blazer and uh, 
I was not prepared for <laughs> for the intensity of yeah. Silver Rain. I pass by it all the time now as an Uber driver. <laughs> I'm constantly reminded. Uh, Bundy. Bundy yeah. and... Uh, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Which I grew up not too far from. <laughs> Mississippi River. Yeah. Oh, the Delta Blues. Yeah, buddy. Delta Blue Balls. Why are you gay? <laughs> I'm not. I uh, I just grew up with a lot of ants. What's wrong with you, bro? What the heck? <laughs> Elmer says, don't touch a man based off his sexuality. Touch him based off his character. <clears throat> Give him me a good old rub, 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 rub. <laughs> yeah, boy, I, I still... <laughs> I still have to give a shout-out to Tennessee Luke. Uh, this motherfucker was on Tim and Eric and the Ding Dong Show. He dealt with Don Barris, dealt with Adam Ray, dealt with freaking... Tim Heidecker and he's still going. He's made. He's, Is he a porn star? No, man. He's a freaking. I mean, you know what? I got to be honest. He did get his dick sucked at the comedy store on camera, live stream. Look it up. It was like circa. It was two, at this moment that. He- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 2016, 17, 18, something like that. Oh, uh, okay, nice. I don't know, but anyway, this guy's an old man. He's got a haircut like Freddie from Scooby Doo, <laughs> and. <laughs> He rides bike everywhere. He stays in shape, and he believes he can sh- control the weather with his mind. Uh-huh. And I believe him too. But either way, he's he's making it in a Cartoon Network. Oh, good for him! Yeah. So it, it just goes to show that just because you're on some dumbass podcast doesn't mean that you're not destined for greatness. And also, that being said, this is not a dumbass podcast. No, it's not. This is actually a pretty high functioning, it's- high profile, high quality. I I really feel. Welcome here. I feel like I'm working at the improv actually right <laughs> right now. This background is fantastic. Yeah, right? No, it's a serious you, you're, podcast. You're really doing a good job here. Man. Gotta flex. Gotta flex for the fucking microphone. Anyway. <laughs> well, this is awesome, dude. I could talk to you for days, bro. <laughs> like seriously. And uh, you know, we're gonna have to do the anniversary fucking uh, mushroom trip of that memorial day because it's coming up. You're right. We should yeah. just do a podcast on <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah. You know what? I you have... know what? This is like the perfect fucking timing. <laughs> hey, I'll release this in Memorial Day weekend, and uh, yeah, so it'll be our. <laughs> when is Memorial Day? It's like in two weeks. Really? Yeah. Wow. Three weeks. It's... Then the May. You see, that kind of shit makes me feel like it's just the universe. The fact that we're regrouping mm-hmm. right around the same right. time. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. It's like energy and vibes and shit. Yeah. You know, even your mustache kind of like inspired me to grow my mustache. <laughs> so you know what I mean? But regardless, though, like I have uh, wholesale prices on mushrooms. So there you really? go. Really? Oh, God bless. <laughs> See? That... I met the scientist, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Let's bring that. That's Do you need something. concentrates? Are you looking for bun? Do you know a guy named Bud? Because I do. Yeah, yeah, please. Help me. Help me. So here's one of the other things I learned how to do after quitting smoking cigarettes. Um, I wrote a bunch of songs. I'm going to just say this real quick. I wrote a song called Psycho Pussy. Okay. I'm writing a song called uh, Red Flag. It's a surf rock song. I have wrote a song called Hobot. It's about Japanese sex robots. Um, it's kind of like Rob Halford, Jews Priest shit. Because I but know you got a Japanese fetish. I know you like. I definitely do not. I definitely yeah, do not. Do. No, I worked at casinos 
it's just a given that a lot of them in California are also run by a lot of Asian families. Okay. okay. Uh, I interacted with a lot of different Asian cultures and I did fall for quite a few beautiful, beautiful pussies. Don't call me a pussy, man. All right. Look, like, I'm a man. I, I'm sensitive. I on know the you're inside. a man. Oh, you were right I'm the tough. first time you're falling for that. I fell for a bunch Asian of beautiful pussy. women. Who are very respectable and very classy. I, on the other hand, as mentioned before, uh, is like Gak, that Nickelodeon toy. You know, it's like <laughs> slime. You can fit it in shit. Anyway. All right, let's wrap it up, Scott. All right. All right, where, all right. Do you have any uh, shows coming up or where can people oh. find you? Just fucking look me up. I, I'm I'm uh, the Scott Kid on Instagram. I'm on uh, YouTube. You know, Devo Kid or or Scott Kid, just look me up. Just Google me. Just just Google me. Uh, Google Scottso Surfer on the Ding Dong Show. There's like almost two years of footage, YouTube weekly footage. There's also a bunch of Periscope stuff through Don Barris at Simply Don One that I was interacting with. Brody Stevens was part of. A lot of different people were a part of. I had a, a lot of great chances to work with a lot of talented people who don't get as much credit as they should. But that's okay because that's why we earn so much credit. You know what I mean? It's just part of it. Yeah, yeah. No, dude, it was awesome, man. Like you, I, dude, I'm so proud of you, bro, because like I've seen you, uh, you know, as a fresh-faced kid within like this fucking madness that we were just discussing show business, you know, the devil's asshole. Right. And you were among all these like temptations. You could have went that route, this and that, but dude, you're so grounded and well rooted in like who you are, bro. And you've been like that ever since I met you, bro. Like, uh, you know, ever since like I passed the joint to you on the side of fucking, uh, the wall of the comedy store, you know, we're like, like we're just hanging out. There was a moment I, I responded to something that someone said, and you responded with, there's that perfect comedic timing right there. And you said that years ago. And we were just hanging out by the stairs, by the fucking belly room. And it was just fucking kismet, dude. Quite honestly, man, I think what it is is, no offense to anyone, but I'm just not a duck. I'm, I'm just not a. Dude, you don't, you don't even. Know I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Say it. I'm You're just so not, modest, dude. I'm just not a dick sucker. Yeah. And, and, and sexually. Good luck to anybody who lives that life. Professionally, I'm sorry. Don't do it. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's why, you know, I, yeah, what we had that connection, dude, because like I, I, I recognize that, dude, right away, dude. But, you know, some people turn, you know what I mean? And I've known you long enough that that point has never happened and you've always stayed consistent of who you are, bro. And uh, that's why it was, it, dude, like, when we talked about you, you know, we've been always watching each other's stuff. Like, when you were with Don and you're doing your stuff, dude, I was so happy for you. And I was like, Are you just yeah. killing it? You're, like, in this movie or that. Yeah, you're a cop. You're a CIA agent. Yeah. <laughs> you're freaking. Yeah. <laughs> nope. You're, you're freaking bot. <laughs> yeah, this, that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, but how fucking cool, dude. One, one of the funnest fucking memories. Like, it, like you, you know, my show that I do at Dive Bar in North Hollywood, the scene, right? You're like, I'm coming over with Don Barris. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> 
Fuck yeah, who you fucking come over with Don Barris, dude? Like, and he just killed, yeah. and I just fucking bombed like crazy because I'm like, how do I fucking follow my boss? Oh my god, dude, that was so my awesome. self appointed boss. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. It was like, yeah, you know, like it's it's time, like you know, it, like that, dude. That's what life's all about, bro. Yeah, man. I think Eric, like, no matter what you do, just go with it. Have yeah. fun. Yeah. Like when I even when I'm like dating, if I date a chick, I go with. Okay, you're the chick I'm dating. We're dating. Let me date you. Done. Let's figure it out. Even if you hate me, it's fine. The point is, whatever your project is, go with it. Don't fucking just be like, because eh. you know what does that say about you? Right. Uh, that's good advice. Nice. <laughs> this is hysterical. <laughs> All right. Well, I've had a lot of fun. I'm feeling good. I love right. you, bro. I, I, I love, love you too, so man. much, bro. It's and it's so, so good fun. to see you, dude. And I'm so glad we this got to do this. This is fantastic. This is beautiful, you, man. Yeah. You're really killing it. Thank you so much, bro. And uh, yeah, dude, I can't wait. Dude, I'll have you back again. I love to have I'm you. I'm bringing a puppet and we're bringing acid. <laughs> hey, do you still have that costume? Maybe we could bring you back as fucking. Uh, <laughs> what's it? Was it guy you played on Kill Tony? Oh, my God. You mean the silver suit? No, the. the, uh, the uh, the Tony Stark. Uh, oh God, no! That was his shit. That was his shit. That was some pajamas they bought. It fit you perfectly. Is that how you got the job? <laughs> you fit the probably, suit. Probably. No, I, he fucking loved you. No, man. no, it's because yeah, he. I was ballsy enough to be like, hey, I really want to do this. Oh. Okay. And I thought about like I. I stayed in the shower. I may have shaved my pubes <laughs> that night, but I definitely like. I remember another chick with a fat ass. Definitely was rubbing her ass against my very. <laughs> Like freshly shaved pubes when I was wearing tight jeans from a two dollars thrift store. Anyway, so I just went up to this motherfucker. I was like, you know what? Can I get this freaking spot? This dude's up here. It means a lot to me. I want to do it. You got nobody else lined up. Let me do it. And he's like, you think this is how it works? You think you can just come up and ask for favors? Well, you know what? You got it. It's like, wow, you really do sound like Brody. Yeah, dude. I love this, dude. We'll, we'll, I'm going to have you back on, dude. We'll do a fucking part three and part four, part, part six. 56. Yeah. Fuck it. Scotty Kid, everybody, give it up. Yeah.